0: There we go. Okay, I'm Jeffrey. I'm an alcoholic, and uh, I want I want to say uh, thank you. It's an honor and a privilege to be asked to uh, to to lead this meeting. I went years ago, and um, it's a great group. Uh, the, this meeting has a has a lot of lot of history. A lot of lot of lot of uh, quality sobriety has come through those doors. Um, welcome to the newcomers. Congratulations to the CHIP people and uh, happy birthday. Seven years, that's a long time. Um, I guess, you know, any amount of time for alcoholics like us is a long time. My um, my sobriety date is March 15th, 1990. Um, I say that just because it's a constant reminder um, that that date is the most powerful date that, that, uh, in my life most um has the most significance um i'm uh i'm from a long line of alcoholics i am uh, polish and irish so that pretty much qualifies me right there i think um and i i lived up to those two drinking heritages uh to the best of my ability and um I don't really like to talk a whole lot about my drinking. It was brief and it was ugly. Um, It took me four years to get my first five years. So I tried to get sober at 17, ended up getting sober at 21. And really my drinking career for the most part is only about six or seven years. Um, And drinking was my drug of choice or my um, alcohol was, was was my drug of choice absolutely loved it. It, it never worked for me. Um, I hear a lot of people say, you know, alcoholic used to work and then it stopped working for me. It never worked in any kind of positive way whatsoever. Um, but it did deliver every promise it made to me. It, it kept, I mean, I drank to oblivion. I blacked out and I repeated. Um, and that was it. uh, the, the, the one drinking story I do like to tell is, is the night I got sober. Um, I checked into uh, a, a rehab on, uh, on Bay Street. It's called Starting Point. It's no longer there. On or about March 11th, 1990. And the only thing I knew about rehabs at that time was um, what I knew about my stepdad. And he went to Schick, and that was aversion therapy where they just let you drink as much as you could drink, and then you got sick, and then they, it was like repeat, and then they they weaned you off. That was my understanding. And when I checked into rehab on the morning of the 11th or 12th, I wasn't drunk. I hadn't had a drink. They um, They told me not to, and for some reason, I listened. And... When I asked the, the intake nurse, okay, you know, I, I haven't had a drink today, what, you know, can, can I have one? And, you know, she kind of insensitively um, laughed in and uh, said, no, you're, you're in rehab. Why would we let you have a, have a drink? Um, right then and there, I knew rehab wasn't gonna work and I was doomed um, because I knew I, I wasn't finished. My very first sponsor told me, you know, every single drink you've you've taken is absolutely necessary to get you to the point where you're at. And at that moment moment, I, I knew I wasn't done. It was a waste of time. And um, three days later, me and this other guy snuck out of that rehab. We went and got a six-pack of beer at a local 7-Eleven or Circle K. We split that six-pack, snuck back in to the rehab, and got caught. We got sent back to detox and something happened to me that night that I can't explain to this day. Um, I know it was my um, moment of clarity, my spiritual experience, um, but, uh, a miracle, but I don't know why it took those last three beers to, to be my last drunk and to be the, the catalyst to my sobriety to this point. I certainly have had way worse experiences drinking, you know, I barely buzzed after three beers and, and there it was something happened. I went into the room and I prayed and I was in, I, I just, I don't know, the, the, the weight of every single moment of my life just, just hit me and I've been sober ever since. And I have to, to, to say something right now is that I am an absolute believer in God, AA and miracles. And I believe that, you know, I would not be here today, without the combination of those three. Um, God plays a huge part in my life. AA plays a, a, a huge part, and I experience miracles every single day. And um, a lot of the, the, the miracles I, I experience are the, the, the people I've met in, in AA. And that started with, once I got out of the, the, the rehab out of starting point, I moved into one of Jim Nugent's houses down in South Laguna, and I'd never been to Laguna Beach before in my life. Um, I was an isolationist, and it just didn't happen. And in that house, I met um, somebody named Dean, who introduced me to someone named Jack, who introduced me to someone named Thomas, who introduced me to Shannon O, who's going to be the main speaker tonight. And through Shannon O, I met people like Steve Castle um, you know Tom V who's no longer with us regretfully um, Waylon and, and a lot of other people Bobby Davis and Metcalf just huge people that are pillars of, of sobriety and that's the camaraderie that kept me going through these meetings and Pete, the, the, the men who kept me sober and showed me the ropes and allowed me to know that it was okay to make mistakes in sobriety, but it was also absolutely essential to have fun in sobriety. We went out to, um, to, to coffee after meetings. And one of the, the means we got sober at was romper room down in the old, um, Canyon club. And there was a lot of clicks in that, in that, at, at romper room, some good, some bad. And for one reason or another, I gravitated towards a group of guys that were going out to coffee after the meeting, having one cup of coffee, a piece of pie and going home. Where there was another group that appeared to be at that moment, having a lot more fun staying out till two, three in the morning and, and then, then going home and and having wild stories the next day. Not too many of those people are sober today. Um, but a lot of the friends that I was hanging out with at that time are, and thank goodness for that. That's another miracle that happened in my life. Though that wasn't me choosing that, that was some that was God choosing that, that direction for me. Um, and there's there's other pivotal points in, in, in my sobriety where I can't you, you know, just, just things and events that, that happened. I started hanging out with people that were having fun, enjoying life. Taking two, three, four years of w- without a drink was, was just unbelievable. I, I did not understand how that could, could possibly happen. These were kids my age. We participated in something called the Insanity Ball. Which is just a, a sober football game, under 30, over 30. And over 30 just seemed so old and just decrepit. And I'm way past that now. Um, we joined baseball, baseball leagues and basketball leagues. I had a meeting at my house where I, w- I would cook for like twenty dudes, and and we would have a, a, a Monday night men's stag. These are some of the the miracles that that just happened, and the camaraderie that's so important in my life today. Sometimes I stray from AA, but I never stray from my friends. Um, and I'm so grateful. I, I believe Haley is, is took took seven years tonight. That's her name that she chose to, to just focus on gratitude because that is just the, the, the essence of, of sobriety for me. Because I have so much to be grateful for. Everything in my life today, I owe completely and utterly to the program of Alcoholics Anonymous and to the God I've, I found here. I would not be, um, you know, through this program, I've walked through a marriage, I've walked through a divorce, I've had two kids, Um, that I love dearly. They're teenagers right now. And I'm their dad. They've never seen me drink. They, you know, um, and I wouldn't have that relationship with them if, had I been drinking. I I absolutely know for a fact, the way I drank alcohol, I would not have the capacity to be a father in, in any way, shape, or form. And you know, I know for a fact today that I need to stay grateful and I need to stay vigilant because my bottom um, is not made of concrete. You know, thirty years ago, it didn't. My bottom wasn't wasn't sealed up. My bottom is very. I, I, I know there's another bottom. I I know I have more bottoms in me, and that's why I have to stay close to people like Shannon, and and share my life and my experiences and, and my fears and my, and my, and all the good things that, that, that happened to in my life. Um, this program is absolutely amazing. And it has provided me with a life far beyond my wildest dreams. When I was, when I was growing up, you know, when we, when I was back at that Jim Nugent's, um, and if, if I'm, just, I know I'm getting close here. I'll, I'll wrap it up here in a few. But we did the, um, the box, like, in five years, what kind of sobriety, you know, what, what do you want? And I absolutely shortchanged myself. You know, the one thing, my, my first sponsor, J.T. Haynes, he made a promise to me when, when I was trying to get sober. He's like, son, I promise you, if you stay sober, your life is going to be good. You will be happy. He promised me, he didn't tell me my life would change. He told me that it would be good and that I would find happiness. And that man was absolutely right. And, oh, thank you for the, for the uh, reminder. And that man never lied to me. And he's the most important man that I've ever known in my life. He is my Tom B. he is my Wayland, he is my Metcalf. You know, he would, he just meant so much to me. Um, and he was a 50 year old cop. And I was a 17, 18, 19, 20 year old kid who did not like police very much. Um, and, and he changed my life. And today, I, I, like I said, I, I have a great life. Um, I lost my train of thought I was going to say something else about, about JT and the, and the promises that, that I've received. And I have received all the, all the promises. And today, one of the most important things that I do in my life, and I try to, to be really, really diligent about this, because I am, you know, my, my main, I'm not afraid of drinking, but, 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 I, but I have a, a, a deep respect for alcohol. So I, I try to practice the 10th step as much as I can, as frequently as I can, every day, every night. If I make a mistake, I try to apologize. I make amends. I can't live with that shit. I wanna go to sleep at night and be able to sleep. I wanna be able to rest. I wanna be able to, you know, be the man I'm capable of being, be the fiance I'm capable of being, be the father first that I'm capable of being, and be the friend I'm capable of being. And I'm only capable of being those things through the miracle that is Alcoholics Anonymous, through the miracle of some godforsaken, smoky, disgusting, dingy, old Canyon Club romper room meeting where I met some of the best people that I've ever known. Oh, and one other thing. When I was at at Jim Nugent's um, house, a guy came in and spoke to the group and he had five years sobriety and I had like 45 days, 30 days, something like that. And five, he was a God at five years. It was absolutely unbelievable. Six months later, that guy drank. I think five years later, that guy died of an OD, but to see him go from a God to someone that relapsed was an absolute eye opener at say, you know, seven, eight months at what I had then it just struck home like, holy shit, that guy had that much time and, and, and he went out and drank. And then when I had five, six years, I was at his funeral. And that was absolutely mind boggling. And just such an eye opener that alcohol ain't no joke in my life. And that could be me. And thank God today, there are rooms like this filled with people like you that are willing to listen to an old decrepit guy like me share his story and participate in my own sobriety and for that i'm truly grateful thank you shannon for asking me and thank you guys for for being here and it's an honor and a privilege